0: I I love bringing my passion to my work. You know, we we work in an industry where um, people are achieving their dreams daily. Every time someone wins a title, like they won, they they achieve their dream. Every time someone gets drafted, they're on their way to their dream. The biggest thing that I love about sports is that it makes people smile.
1: We're all about turning a crappy situation into something positive. quarter million dollars of credit card debt. I still
0: remember the day when no one turned up. Throw it in the garbage and start from scratch. I could give myself a chance, so I started something. I I think that counts as From Poop to
1: Gold. (laughs) Our sponsor for this episode is our 14-day video script challenge. Yes, we are sponsoring our own show. Yes, we are. (laughs) Welcome back to From Poop to Gold. I'm Benton Crane, your co-host. And today I'm joined by Katie Hughes. Welcome, Katie.
0: Thank you. Thanks so much for having me, Benton.
1: Our pleasure. So Katie is a senior publicist at ESPN, working on Major League Baseball and the Little League World Series. Now, prior to that... She reached ESPN PR by way of ESPN social media, where she produced digital content for accounts such as ESPN, SportsCenter, and College Game Day, and even won an Emmy with Game Day in 2016. Very, very cool. Um, Katie is also an active member of PRSA Entertainment and Sports. She's passionate about making people smile, building genuine relationships, and good storytelling. Welcome once again.
0: Thank you so much. I appreciate y'all having me.
1: So let's get started. Um, everybody knows what ESPN is. What is your role more specifically? What does day to day look like for Katie?
0: Yeah, good question. So, um, as a senior publicist at ESPN, it's my job to educate people on ESPN's MLB and Little League World Series coverage. So I get to talk about baseball all day. Um, I get to email writers and pitch our talent and, um, Make sure that people are aware of the awesome games and the awesome lineups that we have on ESPN when it comes to Sunday Night Baseball, um, Baseball Tonight, and different shows like that.
1: Tell us more about the path that led you there.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think I had a little bit of a non-traditional route into PR, um, but I'm thrilled that for what I took because it made me who I am today. Um, I I worked really hard in college. I was sup- that super involved student that was involved in everything. And um, through that, I joined PRSA, uh, PRSSA for students and met a lot of awesome people. And I'm the kind of person that always wanted to work for a brand that I could really get behind. And um, getting involved in PRSSA and getting involved at work at Auburn Athletics, um, working in communications over there, I decided I wanted to do sports full time. And so, so I figured I would just shoot for the top. And um, what's better than shooting for the top than going for ESPN. And so um, I had an awesome Disney professional internship going into senior year at ESPN in the social media department. And I loved that team. I really, I loved creating content with them. Um, I loved um, just the, the work culture was really uh, exciting to come to work every day and um, you know make funny memes about sports or make hit content that makes our fans smarter. And I really enjoyed getting to do that every single day. So I went back to college, grinded for senior year. And um, by graduation, I had a job in ESPN's CAP program, which is a content associate program. It's kind of that entry level um, PA program cutting highlights kind of thing. My first job at ESPN was carrying tapes from a basement to be ingested onto a digital server. Um, So I was, you know, running around in a little pencil skirt and heels and carrying, um, you know, a big handful of of Uh huge tapes. So I did that for a few months and then moved back into social media and um, created hit content for SportsCenter for a a little over a year working nights and weekends. Um,
1: Any particular piece of content stand out?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Um, gosh, we, we've done a lot on that account. We had a lot of fun with um, trying to create... Some synergy with Disney. We did some um we did some really fun things with like the Lion King songs and and the Aladdin songs. And then um I I was really proud to work on our um Snapchat, our inaugural Snapchat show for College Game Day. That was a a project that I really loved being a part of. We did a weekly Snapchat segment um that you could find in stories back when the the stories were just the slides at the top of your show or on the top of your screen. Um we produced a weekly College Game Day Snapchat show, and I love being a part of that innovation um, and the challenge of creating a huge story around a big game and then condensing it to just a few minutes long um, being a part of that was a, was an awesome experience um, and then just clipping you know big web gems at you know Dodger games at two in the morning and um, I had a lot of fun with that on behalf of the Sports Center team. I was also a part of um, the launch of Scott Van Pelt's Midnight Sports Center. Uh-huh. Um, I was I was the first uh, social media person on that show, and I really really had a good time with that. It's just an awesome group of people. It's an awesome show, um, and it it was never it never bothered me when it was midnight. We would always just say we're not tired yet.
1: Now specifically, what was kind of your role in creating that content for social? Yeah, um, did, were you actually hands dirty? Uh, doing the editing. Um, to tell us more about your role.
0: Yeah. So, ESPN Social Media is um, a very hands-on group. We have um, a huge team of people that are really locked in on the content. They're all watching the games. We have uh, maybe eight or nine TVs in front of us. We're watching every single one. And when we see a big play, we will run, um, run so, over so do to the eight P-Cut. or nine
1: screens. Have the different camera angles.
0: Uh, it'll be it'll be all different games.
1: Oh, okay. I see. Yeah.
0: And so then, when we see a big moment, we'll run to a computer and we'll cut it ourselves and we'll edit it ourselves. And if we want to, you know, add like a fireball to a LeBron dunk or something, um, we either will do it ourselves or we'll get an editor to add it because we have a ton of awesome resources at ESPN that, that can make our content shine. Um, so we will utilize our resources, but a lot of times we'll end up cutting things ourselves and, and putting it all together. So from concept to completion, um, it usually will be just a small group of people that will work on it.
1: And and what's the time frame there? So LeBron throws down a tomahawk dunk how long does it take before your team has it out and live on the social channels?
0: It's going to be as fast as possible. We're we're really quick. You want to be first. You also want to be right. Um, So we really value that. Uh, We'll make sure that we have the highest quality clip so anyone can take the in and out of the dunk and post it. So what we want to do is try and make it shine, you know, and do something a little bit different with it. Um, But we will usually have it out pretty pretty quick it's probably um I don't want to put a specific time on it depends on what you do with it but we will we'll, we'll be are we talking minutes
1: hours days, minutes. days yeah minutes. If, okay. it's, if
0: it's over 15 minutes or so you're you're probably be a little slow. So it's the it, the speed is insane. The passion is insane. There's a lot of shouting. Everyone's laughing. Um, it's a really cool work environment for sure.
1: So I imagine evenings and weekends are crunch time for your team.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, um, that That's that's the life. And, and we had so much fun working nights and weekends. Everyone's running around, like I said. And um, if, you know, Conor McGregor is fighting, you know, we're, we're, everyone's locked in on that. And we're all just shouting and screaming, just like all of the fans, because you just got a bunch of sports fans in the room that are trying to figure out how we can share our passion with our
1: followers. Now, you mentioned um, you want to be fast, but you want to get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any situations where you didn't get it right, and then you had to kind of fix the situation or, or, or whatever?
0: Um, I mean, it, we have a really in-depth... Um, we call it back reading system. So it's um, it doesn't often happen that we're gonna have something like that. Occasionally, um, you know, we'll put something out um, and it'll have to be corrected. But it's it's a very in depth system. We have a news desk that follows everything. ESPN really prides itself in in making sure that we are putting out the right content. And we're we're very rarely going to put out something that we're not so extreme.
1: About. Extremely rare. Um, what would an example be of? like what would constitute not right content, right? Like if it happened, it yeah, happened. So
0: you've got you've got some stat and sometimes a stat might be incorrect. You'll realize um a call was taken back after a game or something and you'll have to So maybe
1: a play didn't count or something right, like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: something like that. Where, um and then when that kind of stuff happens, um, you know, we'll correct it as soon as possible. Um it's that not, makes sense. Um we we're not gonna put something out that we're not positive is right. So um ESPN is, you know, the the leader in that space and we're we're not going to put out anything that we're not positive is correct. So and if it does happen, we'll correct it immediately.
1: Awesome. Very, very cool. Um, okay, so um, you had your path mm-hmm. to to ESPN. Now you're there. Where is where does the passion come from now? Like, what what makes you so excited to show up on Monday morning when the rest of America is like desperate for their coffee to get themselves through the day? <laughs>
0: That's a good question. Um, I, I love bringing my passion to my work. You know, we we work in an industry where um people are achieving their dreams daily. Every time someone wins a title, like they won, they they achieve their dream. Every time someone gets drafted, they're on their way to their dream. The biggest thing that I love about sports is that it makes people smile. You know, you get to you get to take part in someone achieving a huge goal and then therefore inspiring others to achieve their goals too. So by coming to work every day that I know that I'm taking part in um, bringing someone closer to achieving an awesome goal. And I'm um, telling the story of people that have achieved their goals too.
1: Awesome. What, um what, Tips or pieces of advice would you give to our listeners on achieving goals?
0: Um, I mean, you have to be realistic. You know, make sure that you're working on something that um, is is reachable. You know, I, I know that I'm not going to be um, a movie star. You know, so I'm not gonna you know run out to L.A. and out of nowhere as a PR publicist and um, try and become a movie star. So, but I do know that I, I know what my gifts and my talents are. My gift is talking to people. My gift is building good relationships and. PR is a good field for that. So know yourself and be realistic in what your talents can, where your talents can get you and then run after them and really do as much as you can. Um, As far as involvement goes, if you're a college student, get super involved. If you're out of college, um, join some associations or, you know, um, groups that will um, help you learn more and drive you towards your goals too. And then um, once you figure out what your goal is, or even if you don't know what your goal is, um, find something that's going to help you grow and going to help you learn. And then through that, um pick your your top of the mountain and don't forget about it and um if if you're suffering through like you know a long day at in your in between job just know know your why
1: what is your why
0: my why is making people smile and um i i love that i get to do that through talking about sports
1: awesome so the podcast of course called from poop to gold can you tell us about a situation in your life where you took a really hard, maybe a crappy situation and you turned it into something amazing.
0: And yeah, that's a good question. I uh, love the name of the podcast. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> I got a real kick out of, "Hey mom, I'm, I'm going on a podcast this weekend. It's called um, from poop to gold." And it's <laughs> like, "Oh, we don't we don't use that word
1: in this house." <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, it's a safe, it, it's a safe place here.
0: <laughs> um so we um, yeah, I guess that's, that's a good question. My situation would probably be um, I think I, I think it's a situation that's so relatable. You know, you're you're a college kid. You're um, a woman in a male dominated industry. You're you're trying to figure out like what you want to be and how you're going to shine. And, um, you know, coming into ESPN as the young college kid, um, it's it's full of it's full of college kids. ESPN's an awesome place and a super welcoming place for people that are looking to achieve their goals. Um, but you just have to make sure that you're that you're grinding and that you're keeping your head down and um, focusing on your work and um, and you're gonna grow with the company and um is super supportive um, to help kids grow and so I think by kids I mean young adults um, and so as a young adult in in the big company I um, I really learned a lot and I was super nervous going in like. I have imposter syndrome. I'm like they're they're gonna find out that I'm I'm not meant to be here, and um I I, I really don't know if I if I'm supposed to be here. There I I think I'm just gonna get sent home. I'm gonna I'm just gonna go move to the pier and waitress on the beach and 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 just forget about it. And um I it was tough for me to build the confidence to know that I meant that I was meant to that be. That you there. belong. Yeah, and um I I belong, you know, and I it took me a little bit to get there, but um through the encouragement of you know our awesome teams and through our management system and through my colleagues and, and then through just my journey and knowing that I can kind of highlight and knowing that I can, um, you know, talk the game too. Um, I knew that I that I could make it here. And so um, it worked really hard for the last four years. And um, I had always had communications in the back of my mind of, you know, I think it would be really cool to do PR for this place. And um, within the last year, that's where I got. So, um, you know, it took like four years of grinding and four years of, of working with, um, you know, really cool teams and um, learning a lot about the ins and outs of this brand. And now I get to talk about it all day.
1: Talk to us more about overcoming that imposter syndrome. What specifically did you do to overcome that?
0: Um that's another good question. I um I, I just had to remind myself, you know, you've really worked for this and um you you can speak up in meetings. People, um, people like to hear what you have to say, you, just like you like to hear what others have to say. Um, you're adding more to the conversation by being present. And it, it was just a lot of constant reminders of trying to do one thing a day that made me uncomfortable. Because when you're uncomfortable, you're growing. And so um, it would be speaking up in a meeting or giving a take on um, a certain play, you know, and trying to, like, find my voice and find where I fit in the group. And um, I, I definitely found myself getting a little bit more confidence as people um, would agree with what I had to say, I would say, you know, let's, let's dive into this a little more. And, um, and then also challenging ideas too. if, if, um, if someone said something that, you know, we should do this with a highlight, and then I had another idea, I had to, um, you know, be comfortable with myself to voice, what if we did this instead? Um, and people like it when you, you know, try and help, the whole group grow and if that's in another direction um that's okay you know and you can say let's go in this direction instead and work as a team to achieve your goal so by supporting my teammates and by um like challenging our ideas and encouraging the rest of us to all grow together i think i i became really comfortable in um in finding my voice and continuing to um really help the team grow with my with me and um i yeah now i talk all the time in meetings
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and that's what you're supposed to do yeah well, great, Katie. Um, in your experience, tell us how you go about collaborating and networking with other people. It can be within inside of ESPN, or it can be even outside of ESPN. But we're curious to know about your collaborations.
0: So, um, yeah, inside ESPN is an awesome collaborative workforce. We wouldn't we wouldn't be ESPN without working together. Um, so, I've learned a lot within the company of how to best use resources, I'm a big thing for me is making sure that you're using the most talented person um, to make your team stronger. So um, if you have someone on your team, that's an expert at editing video, I'm going to go to them. And I'm going to say you can do this better than I can. If you do you have the bandwidth to help me out here. And um, and then we can work together to make our like I always say this make your content shine. Um, and then, um, no, you know, knowing your own strengths too. So if someone is looking for a piece of content or is looking for, um, some feedback on a release or a feedback on, or some ideas for a campaign, I can raise my hand and say, Oh, I have a thought here. You know, what if we did this instead? Or what if we went in this direction? I have this huge idea. Uh, I think knowing your talents and knowing others' talents really helps a company grow and it helps you grow too, because you know where to go and you know how to work together. I think you can do that internally and externally as you meet other people, you know, try and reach, or two you're talking to, know that you can um work together with them when you meet them. Just um just start up a conversation about something that you know they're good at um without looking like a stalker. Um but just <laughs> saying, like, hey, I saw your tweet about this, or you know, I I saw I read this article that quoted you um talking about um this squatty potty thing. And I, I want to hear about how you came up with that awesome idea. And Oh, I think there's, um, I think there's a, the biggest thing would be just knowing what someone is passionate about and trying to glean it from them, even if you don't know anything about them. Um, when you're talking to them, if they say something um, that you can tell their eyes kind of light up, um, ask them more about it. It's, it's again, just making people smile is what this industry is about so many, so much of the time. So figure out how you can um, make yourself smile and how to make the people that you're around smile too.
1: Awesome. Before we wrap up, Are there any projects or any special things that you're working on that our listeners should be watching out for?
0: Awesome, great question. Um, We've got a super innovative season ahead of MLB on ESPN. Um, We're going to have an awesome lineup of international games. We've got games in Tokyo this year. uh, Just a couple weeks at 5 in the morning, wake up and watch baseball. Um, We've got games in Monterey. Um, We're going to have baseball tonight at the Men's and Women's College World Series. Um, It's going to be an awesome season on ESPN. Um, keep looking out for things like that. Watch what how ESPN social media continues to evolve as well. So keep seeing what ESPN social media is doing too. They're a huge leader in the space. We've got a lot of awesome influencers working with us. Our talent is doing more and more on social. Um, we've got breaking news coming out on Twitter and Instagram and on the app. Um, I highly recommend paying attention to the way that we're growing in the digital space as well. And then subscribe to ESPN Plus. Um, it's, it's a huge service. You're gonna get, if you're a sports fan, you're gonna learn a lot out of it. Um, I highly recommend it's four ninety nine dollars a month. It's not a lot of money a month. Um, and you can get so much more as a sports fan out of it.
1: Wonderful. Um, anyone you'd love to, to give a plug to before we wrap up?
0: Yes, I do want to tell everyone if you're if you're listening and you're a PR pro, um, please join PRSA. Um, PRSA has been an awesome op- um, awesome organization for me since I've been um, just a young professional. I started my career in PRSSA. If you're a college student, hop on that train as soon as possible because you're going to get to meet a lot of cool people that you're going to learn from and that will help you in the future. Um, I want to you know thank my Auburn Tigers for giving me this awesome degree um, and giving me the confidence to to be where I am today. Um, um, Auburn Communication and Journalism School is an amazing place to be. It's an amazing place to learn. Um, and, uh, we're to that. Um, also want to just thank, uh, everyone at ESPN social media. Keep, keep following along there too.
1: Where can our listeners learn more about you?
0: Good question. Um, I'm on Twitter at at Katie underscore Hughes 15. Um, That's H-E-G-H-E-S 15. It's a very easy to find name. Um, You can also find me on LinkedIn if you guys would like to follow along. Um, And then I'm also, I have a a bio on ESPN Front Row. That's our uh, blog, internal blog with ESPN that will tell our story from the inside out. So I'll write a handful of, of stories about ESPN's coverage that'll be on ESPN Front Row too.
1: Fantastic. Thank Thank you you so much much for coming on the show. Yeah, I
0: really appreciate y'all having me. Thanks again.
1: Make sure to like, share, and subscribe, and we'll see you on the next one. As entrepreneurs and small businesses, we all kind of reach that point where we know we've created something awesome and we want to share it with the world, right? Mm -hmm. And it's that very next step that can oftentimes be really intimidating or really scary, or you just don't know where to go next, right? And the beautiful thing about this 14-day script challenge is you get your hand held from, okay, you have this cool product. Now let's go research and find the exact way to present it and message it to the world in a way that resonates and gets people excited and they're ready to swipe their credit card and purchase. And in the 14-day script challenge, you get the opportunity to go through that step-by-step with our writers who have done it dozens and dozens of times. You actually watch us go through each of the steps ourselves and create it with a real client, a real product, and um, it's a real campaign that's out there that's been very successful. That's right. And the feedback that we've had on this thing has just been phenomenal. I mean, we get comment after comment and emails flowing in from people all over the world who have just... Uh, raved about the impact that this has had on their business. People tell us over and over again, it is just a huge value punch for the investment for this 14 day script challenge and, and really gave them the tool set they needed to walk through it and make it happen. And we've had dozens of students who have successfully taken the challenge written their script launched their ad campaigns and driven success for their business it's pretty amazing for more information go to hbros.co slash script that's h-b-r-o-s dot c-o slash script